everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. That's what you've arrived at. Thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, we're on digital platforms, and what that means, it's easy to share. One of our biggest enemies right now is extreme apathy and ignorance. Don't believe me? Just walk into your local DMV. <laughs> I'm being very serious, and that's if half the people speak English. Um, we are an ignorant, ignorant nation. I didn't say stupid. I said ignorant. About two-thirds of our people are woefully unaware. Waters went out from Fox News. I caught this one clip on YouTube. And he interviewed people about Kamala Harris. This is New York City. They thought she was the governor of New York. They thought she was the mayor of New York. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to educate our fellow Americans because we're soon going to have to rise up or we will perish. The Chinese have made it official policy through the last three defense ministers to exterminate every American and occupy our land. They've said it from Weifang back to two defense ministers ago to 2005. We've documented it here. They are coming for you. In fact, the former head of director of national intelligence just said the same thing. The Chinese are coming for us. Well, we have Bob Griswold on the line here, and we're going to explore a few things here today. We're going to look at the mindset Americans should have, and I kind of just set the tone for that. We're also going to be looking at a new frightening weapon that has changed the way Chinese look at the feasibility of nuclear war. And Bob and I are going to have a friendly mini-debate about submarine capabilities to respond to the Chinese nuclear threat. Bob, we got a full plate, so we better get going, my friend. Welcome to the show. Um, Dave, it's always a pleasure to be here. Um, we do live in very perilous times, and uh, what you know, what you said at the beginning is so true. Um, as as Americans, sometimes we think things can save us, um, and sometimes they do. I mean, a firearm can save you in a life uh, emergency. First aid can save you in a, in a critical injury. You know. But the ultimate thing that we do have to have is a proper mindset and approach to those things. And that's where you just hit it right on the head because so many Americans' mindset is caught up into things that are just absolutely trivial, that have no significant impact on the world whatsoever. Who's, what sports am I winning? You know, what's this? What am I doing over here? I've got to get a new TV, new car, house, all those issues. You know, the Bible tells us over and over again to gird up the loins of our mind, to protect our mind, to fill our mind with truth, and at the same time that we are commanded to do that, that the ultimate truth is the Bible, um, there's, there's historic truth, there's uh, what Jefferson called, you know, the, the truth of nature. I mean, we do not take the time to understand those things, and we fill our mind with things that are absolutely worthless. And so when it comes time to make the critical decisions or make or interpret something so they come out with the right outcome of what we see, you know, the, the uh, orient, uh, observe, orient, decide, and act, most Americans are going to make the absolute critical wrong decision because what they have poured into their mind is absolutely wrong data, and that wrong data is going to lead to a wrong conclusion, and a wrong conclusion in a life-threatening situation is going to lead to either you know your loss of freedom or your loss of life. That's what's going to happen to the majority of Americans. I hope I explained that well enough, and that's why over and over again, 
the scripture tells us to you know gird our gird up our minds of truth um you know to to guard our minds to build up our minds all those things it tells us to do with truth we are not doing as a nation we have forsaken the truth for lies and those lies are going to have dramatic consequences you know uh, francis Schaeff, one of the greatest theologians of the 20th century quoted this ideas have consequences well you know with the ideas of most americans today when you read them you know the news media is accurate big farmers out there to help you the government's there to help you all those things that people have as a mindset you know they're going to lead to the path of slavery and detriment or and in fact americans are highly indentured right now we just don't understand it with the debt we're indentured with taxes we're indentured with property taxes you're indentured with you know they're, they're well, trying with to a virus and a vaccine mandate were that indentured. was my next comment yeah I mean, bob we are being turned into a fiefdom we are serfs on the feudal manor Right, and it and it's and, it, and if we do not take the truth that is given to us, and say you know not violently, but just say I'm not going to comply, and it's going to cost us. It's not going to be a cheap thing. These people who are demonically possessed with this absolute lust for power and money, are not going to say, well, gee, look, they don't want to do it, so let's give up. They're going to double down. That's what tyrants always do. Look at Hitler. You know, especially when he started losing the war, he just doubled down on insanity. And he didn't say, well, gosh, you know, his generals came to him and said, you know, we're losing the war. These Russians and Americans, I mean, you know, we we've, we're, we can't win this war. He just doubled down on insanity and, and made threats. He killed people who didn't have any negative thought. He would just execute them. So these people are, are Hitler-esque. I mean, they're, they have the same mindset that he has or Stalin or Mao Zedong, you know, I'm right, everybody else is wrong, and if you dare challenge me, I will either punish you financially, socially, um, you know, educationally, you know, some way I'm going to punish you, incarcerate you. Um, we, I don't know what to do is just look at people who nobly served their country, General Flynn for one, you know, what they did to him because he wouldn't go along with the party. So if you think you're special and it won't happen to you, I mean, that man honorably served his country, and they did it to him. So they will never willingly give up power without an extreme fight. They, they, they don't even give up their, their BS uh, taglines. Let me give you an example. Um, the um, Christopher Steele character, he was interviewed by George Stephanopoulos. I don't know if you caught this or not, but this interview, it was brought out as damage control. The Russian collusion delusion has been exposed as a hoax, uh, it never went anywhere. Trump would have been prematurely put out of office. Yet, Stepanopoulos and ABC brings on Chris Steele, who belongs in prison, and and for doing f four times doing false affidavits, four false FISA applications. I mean, blatantly lying. Hired by Hillary Clinton to go after Trump, and he comes on and still says Russia is the main threat. I know we're going to get into that. But this is what they promote in the mainstream media, and these jackasses, excuse my French, running around the streets of America believe this. Well, McCabe, you know, he's proven that, that he committed criminal offenses with, with the FBI. As Biden has now given him all of his, um, you know, uh, uh, payback, <coughs> his lost pay, I think yep. it was $70,000 or something. He gets his retirement package. It's all been reinstated to him. 
And, and so that's how these people reward them, each other, you know, for their criminal behavior. They, they reward each other financially because that's what they want. That's what they crave, Dave, and that's their Achilles tendon. They are so power-hungering, just like Hitler or Stalin or Mao Zedong or Idi Amin or any of them. They have blind spots, and they don't see this popular uprising that's happening of people who are acknowledging the truth, understanding the truth, and as people start to resist them, they double down on it, and they double down to their own destruction eventually, and that's what eventually will happen to all these people. They'll double down, but in the, in, in the, in the, in the interim, just like the Soviet Union fell, but there was a lot of catastrophic damage done, a lot of people imprisoned, a lot of people tortured, killed. In the thing, and that's what we have to be ready with the truth to make our stand because they are not going to give this power up easily. And we, and if you do not stand now, you will kneel later. I, I, I don't know if I can say that stronger, but if you do not stand now, you will, mom, dad, if you're listening, you will kneel later. And they're forcing us to kneel right now. Uh, we have to kneel before the vaccine. We have to kneel to political correctness. We have to kneel to woke wokeness. We have to kneel before all their orthodox icons that they have in, in liberal insanity. They are forcing us to kneel before them. And it's a form of worship because it ultimately says, well, I'm going to displace God as the object of my worship, and I'm going to replace the state, the liberal state, as the object of my worship. That's what they want. See, we understand. I was had some company last night, and I said, you know, unless you have a conspiratorial role of history, view of history, you will never understand history. And I went on to explain that Satan, from the beginning of his fall, has always conspired against <coughs> the, the plan of God. And how does he conspire? He uses human agency to bring destruction, death, deception to the rest of humanity. He rewards them temporarily. He hates the people he uses. I mean, he despises them. But he uses them temporarily by giving them power, sex, money, drugs, whatever they want. Hunter Biden. Um, and, you know, I mean, the indulgences of the flesh, he has plenty, but he's a wretched soul. Um, but that's what he gives them in return for bringing destruction to the rest of them. It is, it is like a, a person that betrays their own country, a person who betrays their own family, and that's what these people are. They are betraying humanity. Uh, Joe Biden is betraying humanity. Nancy Pelosi is betraying humanity because her goal is not the benefit of the people of the United States. Her goal is self-aggrandizement, self-wealth, self-esteem, power, and the people of the United States can go to hell. We don't care. And that's what we see going on right now. Instead of really standing up to a real enemy, China, we're standing up to the very people in the United States who disagree with them. I mean, if you disagree, they're going to punish you. And that's where we have to collectively say, we're all going to stand up. We're all going to say no. We're going to all resist. Because if it's just you and I, Dave, and a select other few, they'll put us in prison. They'll take away our stuff. And, you know, that'll be the end of it. But if the people of the United States stand up right now and say no, no more, um, we could bring an end to it. Where does and, and, and it will not be... It will not be an easy battle because, as I said, they will not give up easily. Where does that refusal do, start, Bob? Um, by just saying no to the jab, no okay. to the compliance. I mean, you know, when, 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 when Hitler realized he was losing, he had a scorched-earth policy. Um, in fact, he commanded uh, when they were leaving Paris to burn it down. Now, the generals refused, 
Um, they knew what history would paint them like if they did it, and they refused his orders. And today, we're hearing from the liberal left, we need to burn the United States down, literally and figuratively. We need to burn it down. And just as the generals, the, 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 the Nazi generals, I mean the, the, the German generals, said, no, we're not going to follow you know, the Fuhrer's orders, and they didn't burn Paris down, and he was irate about it. But um, that's what we need to do. When they're commanding us basically to burn down our own country through their philosophies, through the education system, through the news media, we're all hearing this message. Basically, the Constitution's no good. We need to burn it all down and start all over again. The economy's unfair. You know, all this stuff, the racial hatred they generate. Uh, so well, they're trying to burn it all down. We need to stand up and say, no, we're not going to play with matches today. We're not going to do it. And if we don't do it, you will kneel before them. David, it's as clear as that. And they will get us into more wars, which are on the brink of war right now, which I brought up in the last program. On the brink of war with China, they are decimating our military. Um, they're, they're, I mean, they're just firing anybody who dares to stand up against them, who dares to, you know, to object to critical race theory in the military, who dares to say, you know, um, we hold a nationalistic view or, or, or something that goes against them. Look at that one uh, Colonel uh, Scheller. Colonel Scheller, he stood up and said our Afghanistan policy was a disaster. Well, then they imprisoned him. Now they've let him go and evidently fined him $5,000 for speaking the truth. And, and so he's got off relatively easy. Um, it's still a, a, a travesty of justice what they've done to him because instead of acknowledging the truth, the liars set the punishment. Instead of the truth teller in exposing all the liars, the, the, the upper echelon, the senior staff of, of the Pentagon, um, he exposed them for what they were. It's traitors. Any idiot knows that if you're if you're gonna if you've been in a country twenty years and you have your military there and you have thousands of civilians, any idiot would know you would take the civilians out first. You have ninety days to leave the country. After that, we can't guarantee your safety because we will be leaving. Um, and, and make that clear so the civilians ha at least have the opportunity to say, I want to get out of the country under the protection of the military. But what did, what did, what did the, 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 the Biden crew do? They pulled the military out, and they're still, what is it, day 60 or so, that they're civilian American citizens that have constitutional rights that are sitting in Afghanistan hiding for their lives because, you know, this administration just can't guarantee we can get all the Americans out, but we can let hundreds of thousands of them in. Um, and that's, again, to stand up and say no more. If they try to put them in your community, no more. You raise hell. You know, just say no. You're not going to bring them into our community. We don't want them. It's not that we're prejudiced against people of different ethnic groups. You have not vetted these people to integrate into the United States knowing that they're going to be safe, productive citizens of the United States. You just brought them here a la carte. You know, anybody who wants to come and you let them go, they run wild. There's no accountability for them. And we see devastation. Uh, you know, I mean, just a case in point, <clears throat> the prime minister, was it of the U.K., uh, stabbed to death in church. Now, he was, um, of, um, he was Islamic. Uh, and and what, what's, what do we say to that? Um, do, do, do we just say, okay, keep bringing them in? Now, that's not to say all the people of the Islamic faith come to the country are bad, but somebody didn't do a good vetting process. Somebody really let the you know let that one slip by, and it cost a, a citizen of the UK his life, and stabbed in church, no doubt. I mean, are we tired of this yet, Dave? Are we fed up with it? Uh, you know, our generals. I was reading an article. Uh, our, our generals are more concerned with 
sex toys, um, Pentagon payoffs, you know, kickbacks, their future career after they get out of the military than they are defending the United States at this point. And so are, are we going to keep tolerating it? When do we have enough and say no? And I'm talking about Martin Luther King resistance. You know, we just say, I'm not going to comply. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to take your vaccine. I'm not going to follow your, these instructions anymore. I'm not going to put my kids into a government school that educates them to hate the United States. You know, if you read the book Atlas Shrugged, John Galt was the uh, hero of the book, and he basically brought the system down, not through violence, but through just resistance, peaceful resistance. He brought the whole system down, and that's what we need to do right now. This illegal um, system in Washington, D.C. needs to be brought down, brought to justice, and it only will happen, Dave, if we bring the people of the United States together. It doesn't matter if you're black. It doesn't matter if you're Asian. It doesn't matter if you're Hispanic. We all need to come together and say they are destroying us all. They're pitting us against each other to fight, and we're not going to play that game anymore, and we're going to take them out of power. Nancy Pelosi is, a, is literally a drunken, power-hungry woman. And, we, and for some reason, she keeps going back to Congress to inflict more of her drunken power madness on the rest of the people of the United States. I mean, am I am I off base, Dave? No, no. Um, I'll say this, Bob: the stories of her alcoholism are legendary through the circles of the Secret Service, where they frequently have to drive her home. Well, uh, of course, and that's who we have running the the Congress of the United States House of Representatives is a drunken, power-hungry woman who uh, um, has no concern, obviously, because that one incident, if you, if you were an intel collector, that one incident of her sitting in front of her sub-zero refrigerator, $25,000 refrigerator, you know, eating her gourmet ice cream, I mean, that tells you everything you need to know about her uh, thought process towards the people that she supposedly governs. She doesn't govern, govern them. She rules over them like a tyrant. And if you don't go along with her, she's going to make your life living hell. She's going to try to destroy you. That's you have to look at her do. roots, Bob. Look at her roots. I know. And, and listen, I, I know for the sins of the father, you know. Okay, but listen, listen. Her dad, Mayor of Baltimore, that's the good news. The bad news, member of the black nobility, one of the premier mafiosos of his day. And that's daddy's little girl running Congress. I know. And... You know, she goes into Congress, and 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 once she gets into Congress, she's now fabulously wealthy. How do you do that? She's a crook. I think uh, insider yeah, trading. Well, I, mean, I mean, Bob, look at this. I, I'm I'm done with this system. Everyone in Congress needs to be gone. I thought we could make a few exceptions. We can't. I just did a podcast last night, and I did some research and and uh, have checked uh, different sources, and I have found out. A lot of what's in this 3.5 trillion, which is really more like 4.3 trillion, uh, bill, and it's nothing but theft. It's nothing but theft from the American people for personal wealth and gain from people in the private Precisely. sector that are Democratic donors. And I went through piece by piece by piece, and they make these bills so long that no one reads them. I know more what's in this bill now than the people who are voting on it. And, and I'm saying, if this passes, it is the immediate end of America. I mean, it, immediate. It absolutely is. It will be the end of our representative form of government. Uh, the Democratic Party will entrench itself as a permanent one-party system in the United States. And that's why we have to say, like I said, if you don't stand now, you will. 
I don't care who you are, what position of life, whether you're flipping hamburgers at McDonald's or you're designing rockets for NASA, you will kneel before them. And, and that's the I choice agree. we have right now. Stand up, to tr- stand up for truth. Stand up and let our voices be heard. Or we kneel and grovel before them for the scraps that fall off the master's table. Yeah, and well, while they're laughing at us the whole way. I, I hear you. becoming fabulously wealthy. Bob, we're up against a break expense. here. I need to step aside just for a second here. And uh, just basically as an overview, I'm going to say this, folks. And, and I've said this before, but it bears repeating. The products we bring here to the Common Sense Show are things that I believe in. I hope you don't need them. I truly don't. I don't. I understand if you want to buy them from somebody else, but I'm telling you, if you don't heed my warning, you are going to be sorry. And, and and this is why we need to send this show out to many people, because I don't want people beating down my door and I have to defend my household because these people didn't prepare. So here we go. The first thing, storable food. A lot of the storable food companies are no longer standing or they're standing on one leg. And right now, MPS, through the grace of God, and who knows how long this is going to go on, they're still standing, and they're delivering on time, and they're delivering the same quality that they always have, and they have a great discount, $100 off the three-month package, and people just stack their three-month orders on top of each other to get the savings all the way through. Uh, You're going to get pretty good quality food. It's not organic, and that's why I say pretty good, but it tastes good. It will sustain you in emergency situations, and it won't put you in an early grave. And I'm just telling you, folks, if you do not act on this, you're going to depend on a government to supply your food needs who left a 1,000 Americans behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. Think about it. So how do you get yours? Preparewithdave.com. That's where you go. Preparewithdave.com. Secondarily, we are looking at a situation where this economy is being turned inside out, upside down. Evil is good, good is evil. All the economic policies are being thrown out the window. They're so schizophrenic. I guess to give you one example, Biden bragged the other day about suspending energy drilling and then begs the oil companies to produce more. What planet is he on? Ladies and gentlemen, this economy is going to crash. There's no way to predict what day, but it's coming. And you can bulletproof some of your assets, and Noble Gold can do that for you. If you go into this with unprotected IRAs and 401ks, you're going to lose them. It's that simple. If you if you back them in precious metals like gold that's held its value for 6,000 years, you have a real good chance to get through this with regard to that asset. And they have an entire comprehensive program that will actually cover all of your assets. Now, I'm not going to say we're not going to take hits. We are going to take hits. But there will be an end to this economic catastrophe at some point. I don't know if it's going to be a year or five years. But there will be an end. And the way to help yourself come through this and stand in relative standing to the people who have money on the other side is to protect what you've already earned. Noble Gold will never push you. They'll give you free information. Uh, Give them a call. 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. And you're talking... Uh, right now you're listening to a guy who's talking to you about this product where I went from advertiser to customer several times over. And yes, you have to tweak your portfolio because circumstances change. But I'm telling you, I believe that much in them that I put a lot of my financial future in their hands and I feel secure in doing so. 877-646-5347. We're talking with Bob Griswold and we're going to kind of shift directions right now. Um, Bob and I have been talking about mindset 
uh, kind of like the old Nancy Reagan, you know, approach to drugs, just say no. Well, that's what we need to do, folks. But I'm going to add one more thing to the mindset, let Bob comment it, then we want to move on to the Chinese weaponry that's uh, the weapon from hell. Um, <laughs> Bob, my position is, and I don't know if this is yours, but I believe the Wee Fang speech, um, they want to exterminate Americans and occupy the country. I believe it also because the last two defense ministers said the same thing, and those speeches are not in dispute. And so the last three defense ministers of China have said American extermination followed by occupation. Uh, if people don't understand that this government that's in charge of America right now is in league with China to destroy Americans and America, taking down our institutions first, then they're coming after all of us. If you don't understand that, you don't have an appreciation for who your enemy is. Dave, you couldn't have said it more accurately. Um, you know, especially I mentioned before, I've um, I've talked to several higher level Chinese officials, um, and uh, you know they have made it very clear that our meddling in Taiwan is like another man sleeping with your wife. Mm -hmm. yep. um, they that's how they look at it. That we're in there sleeping with someone that belongs to them. And they take it extremely offensive that what we're doing. Now, I'm, I, I think we should defend the people of Taiwan, just to make it clear. They want to be an independent state. They want to have freedom. They don't want to have uh, Chinese-style dicta dictatorial government over them. They don't want to be ruled from Beijing. The people of Taiwan want to be the people of Taiwan. Um, so I, 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 I support any freedom effort of people who want to live free, vote free, and be free. I support that. But at the same time, I realize what my enemy thinks. My enemy thinks that I'm, a, I'm an adulterer coming into their territory and sleeping with their wife. And so what we see is an escalation. You know, most fights don't start spontaneously. There's always a period of buildup of the anger on both sides. You know, there's, there's uh, uh, saber rattling, brinksmanship. You know, there's, there's things people say. And eventually it gets to the point that the rhetoric becomes their mindset. And we see that on both sides right now. The rhetoric is becoming the mindset of people. Well, we are going to go to war with the Chinese. The Chinese do hate us. Uh, and so that's how wars start. I mean, we stumbled into World War One. If we'd completed World War One accurately and, and settled it justly, World War Two would have never happened. Right. But it did happen. Um, and, and so with the Chinese, we're going to stumble into this war. There's going to be a provocation one day. Some, either our side's going to provoke or their side's going to provoke, and we are going to they we or they are going to respond, and it just escalates from there. It's already escalating. You know, we've had a submarine incident. We we have Marines in there. They are invade they are invading Taiwanese airspace. Uh, they're they're simulating uh, assault landings on the beach. So we see this escalation and ha happening. At the same time, China is spending billions of dollars upgrading their military this hypersonic missile is just the most recent thing that they've developed that has the capability of destroying vast portions of the world um, in a very very short period it has nuclear weapons capable and they're building nuclear weapons like there's no tomorrow <clears throat> they're building a, a submarine fleet they're building advanced uh, fifth generation aircraft uh, they've stolen all of our technology. Recently, a defense in individual came out and said China has beaten us in the AI war, artificial intelligence war. Yeah, and, and he so, quit. He quit the Pentagon. He was the head of their software division, and he quit because he said, I can't uh, support an organization that won't fulfill its mission. Well, it's more worried about, you know, 
sex toys and sex <clears throat> operations. Being woke, yeah, being woke. Yeah, um, it, it's more concerned about that that you know that, that that's being taken care of. It's more concerned that we put. You know, people who are incapable of doing a job, they don't have the physical strength to do a job, but for equality's sake, we've got to put them in there anyhow. They're incapable of doing it, but we put them in there anyhow because that's equal. No. Who do you want fighting you? You want your warfighters being the best and most capable or the most politically correct. Well, only an insane nation bent on its instruction or people that are deliberately trying to destroy, which this is the case, would do such you know, criminal injustices against our country. And so that's what we see today, our, our military being systematically destroyed, just like Hitler uh, was complicit or actually planned to have the top generals, uh, Russia's patents. You know, he had he fed disinformation to Stalin. Stalin had his best generals murdered, and then Hitler invaded, and and it almost cost the Russians their country. And today, um, they are doing it far more systematically than what uh, the Russians did to their army. They're they're going through all the ranks, and they're breaking morale. Uh, I mean, the morale in a lot of the portions of our military is at rock bottom because of what's being done. They look at it, and they're just saying, what's the purpose of this anymore? There's no mission. The mission's not to destroy the United States. Our mission is not to go house to house and collect firearms or shoot Americans. We have true and legitimate enemies abroad that we need to be focusing on and making sure that they cannot you know, take away our way of life. They cannot occupy our nation. They cannot take away my property, your property, Dave. They cannot destroy our dollar. But instead of doing those things that are noble and, 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 and you know, what we need to be doing, uh, we're, we're more concerned with, oh, white supremacy, uh, wokeness. Uh, we got to make sure people obey the, the, the orthodoxy of liberal insanity. And if they don't, we'll rain down hell upon them. That's what we're doing today. And again, right on the eve of fighting a war with China, um, I have a feeling it will not come out well for the United States, especially if we're fighting in the Pacific Basin. That's China's home territory. They don't have to project power near as far as we have to project power all the way across the the world. Uh, that we're fighting in their backyard, which is always not the th- way you want to fight. You don't want to fight your enemy's backyard. Um, he has the strategic advantage in that case. And so, um, you know, Dave, this is planned. They want to bring down the United States. Again, it goes back to the mindset. What is your mindset? Because Bob, there's a difference between what you're saying. And what I think the reality is here, and, and I'm not being critical, but you say bring down the United States. No, they want to occupy for our resources, and they want all of us dead. And I'm not going to back off of that point because I've seen too much evidence. Well, I, I agree with you, but they, if, they, if they coax us into a fight in their backyard, they will have the strategic advantage in that fight. And then once they, they give us a bloody nose then they will project their power even further. That's, that's, that's what Hitler did. He just kept giving little bloody noses and little bloody noses, and we kept acquiescing, acquiescing Neville Chamberlain, peace in our time, and we kept until, until he came one step away from global domination. And, and yet the, 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 the paradigm that Hitler used versus the paradigm the Chinese are using, the Ch- Chinese have far more a- advantage on their side now than Hitler had on his side when he almost conquered the world. 
And so we have to realize that they, yeah, they they will win the Pacific Basin, and they will, then then they will move against the West Coast of the United States, and 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 anywhere else they care to do it because they will be the dominant economic and military power in the world. And if we don't stand up now and demand accountability from our leaders, if we demand we stand up and say we're not doing this anymore. Um, we are going to lose this country, and and you will live under the tyranny of dictatorship. No, it won't be living though. There'll be a transition where we'll be under tyranny. I do believe that. But they are coming for us. I, I, listen, yeah. the head we are of DNA, Rick Grinnell, yes. the, the former head of DNI, okay, director of national intelligence, said, and I quote, the Chinese are coming for us. We'll put it this way, Dave. The ones they leave alive will rue that they're alive because they will be used just as objects as, as as Jews were used in slave labor, and in the in the camps in Poland and the camps in in Germany, uh, they will be used as slave labor until they die. They don't need and the slave labor, Bob, because they got AI. Yeah, you know, but I'm just saying, anybody left alive, it, it will be brutalized until they die, um, and be used for whatever purposes. The China, I mean, they'll harvest, they'll use people to harvest their organs. Well, I mean, they, they will have, take you to camps. I agree with you, yes. and and you just mentioned one of the reasons why. They'll take you to camps, they'll get what they want from you, a lot of organ trafficking, and then they're going to exterminate you, and it's easier to exterminate in camps in a confined setting than it is to go through a neighborhood yeah. with Americans armed with guns. Yeah, if you read uh, the Japanese, they went whenever they went throughout their conquered lands, they captured women of you know youthful age, and they followed the army to be used as sex objects to, so for the Japanese soldiers. Mm-hmm. And you you listen to the stories of the few women that survived that. Many of them just went absolutely insane because it, it you know it wasn't just a, a sexual thing. The Japanese got into brutalizing these women while they were engaged in sex acts, and and and, and the women literally lost their minds. Um, I mean, death would be better than that. And I, I would dare say. Uh, the Chinese would do the same thing to the women in the United States uh, that are attractive or whatever. They would take them as, uh, you know, comfort women, as the Japanese called them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks and, to and Facebook. Them until they die. Thanks to Facebook. Thanks to yeah. uh, all these other social media sites. The Japanese have a full cat. I mean, Japanese. The, the Chinese have a full catalog of these kind of women, and they know where to find them. Well, and not only that, Dave, but just to change the subject a bit, so do sex traffickers. I mean, you know, you better be very guarded what you put on Facebook if you're a woman and you're an attractive woman and you start, you know, your your gym pictures and your tight leotards and your your your, your attractive children. You better be very careful what you post there because there are people looking at it. When, when I used to teach self-defense class, Dave, I used to tell, you know, an attractive woman out of 100 guys, 99 of them are going to look at you and say, that's a pretty girl. One of them is going to think that's a pretty girl and 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 there are a lot of those ands out there today every day more and more of those kind of people are showing up and so not only the chinese profile them but there's a lot of people in this country that have profiled them or profiled your children and you better be very very careful because it is the greatest you know you're you're giving away intelligence on your family yourself and you better be very careful on how you do that because there are just so many wicked people out there right now that as you said are cataloging these women cataloging these children and they're determining you know their outcome 
and and while they're deciding your outcome, you're just you continue to post more and more pictures of your posterior or whatever. And you know because it strokes your ego, you better be very very careful. I say that as soberly as I can say it. You better be very very careful. That's exactly right. Um, so, we got to step aside. Uh, we got to step aside uh, you know. for our last break, Bob. But I totally agree with okay. what you're saying there. And uh, if I had a daughter, she would never be on Facebook. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, very quickly here. Just wanted to let you know that uh, besides the food that we talked about in the last break, you need a way to filter water. You generally won't have trouble finding standing water, you know, swimming pools, streams, whatever. But will it be drinkable? Probably not. And the Naval War College says on the fifth day of a crisis, waterborne illness has become the number one cause of death. So we can help you avoid all that with the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. They publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And I want you to read that research before you make a purchase. And you'll look at the various entities that are out there selling and their ability to uh, basically clean up their water. So what they end up doing, ladies and gentlemen, is purifying water at a really high rate. Read the research, 40% off while supplies last. And they have run out before. 40% off while supplies last, waterwithdave.com. And then finally, communication is critical. Communication can take many forms, but there's only a couple that are going to survive the takedown of American cities that's coming when we rise up. They will take down the net, cell phones, landlines, they'll take down most of it. They can't take down shortwave. It'll be really hard. Of course, they can go after the repeaters, but I'm telling you, they still got a problem shutting down shortwave. But more to the point of what I'm talking about here today, they have a real hard time taking down satellite phones. And, uh, and also, too, I'll tell you, you ever been in a remote area and your, and your phone doesn't work? What if you had an emergency? That's why you want a sat phone. And people say, well, Dave, they're too expensive. No, I pay exactly one-fourth the cost of my cell phone bill on a monthly basis to have a sat phone. And I highly, highly recommend this. Plus, we've instituted a messaging system called Galileo. And for a small fee, you're going to get regular, and I mean regular, updates. Some are emergency, some are breaking news updates from people like Steve Quayle, uh, who are still praying for his recovery, Mike Adams, uh, Doug Hagman, yours truly, and others. You subscribe to this service, and you're going to get regular updates on a broadcast fashion. It's a really unique feature of the satellite phone store. How do you find out more about this? 855-980-5830. That's 855-980-5830. Communication is key. We're talking with Bob Griswold of ReadyMadeResources.com. We'll talk about that organization before we depart today. But Bob, I want to uh, get into the uh, super weapon that the Chinese have literally scared the heck out of American military planners with what they unveiled the other day. Well, their their hypersonic missile, mm-hmm. um, which did circle the globe at low altitude, I mean, which they're demonstrating they could drop a nuclear <coughs> weapon anywhere in the world they want to. Uh, and Dave, the, the broader question is, if if this technology stunned the American intelligence community, which they're reporting it did, what other technologies does China own right now that will further stun us and make us realize? Again, as I said earlier, when we've been worried about wokeness and political correctness, the Chinese have been very busy stealing technology and using it, building AI technology, using it, and setting up a system to where they will have an army that will be very, very difficult to um, to beat. Uh, you know, Hitler's generals, again, told them the Soviets had a very, very formidable army. They warned them about what happened to Napoleon all of that, and in his hubris, he made the mistake 
of uh, the Oper- Operation Barbarossa, I think it was called, uh, invading the Soviet Union, and, 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 and the, the hundreds, millions of, of, of German citizens were either captured or killed in that, uh, uh, you know, foolish endeavor, and the Soviets, you know, came into Berlin and, and destroyed Berlin. Um, that's what I think we're doing today. In our hubris, we think we're unbeatable, but the Chinese are busy developing weapons that uh, that I think are going to literally stun us. And the war that we fight with them, uh, I think in, in a Pacific Basin war uh, that's in their backyard, we are going to have a very, very difficult time if we can pull it off at all. And if we lose that conflict, then it will come to the western shores of America, and they will start to influence us because, you know, the only thing, that, again, that stood between us and the Japanese was three aircraft carriers. And the, the Japanese at Midway thought they could go in there and destroy our carriers. If they had destroyed those three carriers instead of going the other way around, the west coast of the United States would have been open free pickings for them because they would have had a massive naval uh, armada, which they did, and they could have absolutely, you know, basically dictated the terms of, um, you know, a, a peaceful term that, you know, that, that that's what they would, I think they would have done. I don't think they would have really invaded too much of the United States, but they would have invaded some just to show their, their, their military prowess. And then they would have said, you know, we want peace now, and you're going to take peace on these terms. We're going to keep the Pacific Basin. You can keep the rest of your country. And we would have had to have taken that, at least for a while. Um, I think the Chinese are going to basically follow that model. They, they, they want to beat us in the Pacific Basin. They want to drive us out of Asia. And then once they do that, then they will start to exert power on the west coast of the United States. And if, we, if it isn't stopped there, then it will continue to go eastward all the way to Washington, D.C. I mean, that, that's what we're facing. And, and yet, again, while they're doing this, and while they're, they, their own words – you know, we, we listen to the globalists, their own words, and we take it seriously when they say they want to kill billions of people. Well, when the Chinese over and over again say they want to destroy the United States, they want to kill the citizens of the United States, they want the territory for themselves, you know, are we going to ignore this? Are we going to ignore it to our peril? Um, and, and again, Dave, you know, I always like to circle back to what you can do about it, because in the end of times, you know, national and global events, we might not have the ability to um, do much about. But I'll tell you, there was times when I was overseas in the middle of some Arabian desert somewhere, and you know, your cell phone didn't work, a sat phone did work. I will tell you that. That's it. Always gave me comfort to know I had that ability. Um, and, well, Bob, do you know how we know that uh, a thousand Americans are behind enemy lines? Sat phone yes. communications. Yes. That's how we yeah. know. Yeah, and and you know the other thing is with um, even ham radio, it can it, it it doesn't need a repeater. It can skip off the ionosphere. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. but sat phones, I, I didn't I, I didn't have the benefit of having a, 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 a HF transmission system, you know, in, in the middle. But I could put that thing in my pocket. And um, know that you know I could I could calm out if I needed to, um, but so this is what we do, Dave. We we realize these are global and national events that are taking place. Our ability to influence them is limited. Obviously, our best way to influence them is on our knees, and then to even sometimes go to our representatives. As good as that might do, or not good as it doesn't do any good. I don't know, but I know when we take to our knees and seek God Almighty, He will put us in a position of either maybe influencing government, but I think he will definitely put us in a position of making our family self-reliant. 
that we do not depend on the systems of this world because all of them are going to collapse. When the dollar collapses, all your Social Security, all your welfare, all those things, the drugs, all that it will largely disappear. And, and so where will you be when that event happens? Will you be able to defend yourself? Will you be able to have clean drinking water, which if you don't, you're going to die? Um, very quickly, and, and, and believe me, waterborne diseases are miserable deaths. You, you, you know, you don't want to go down that road. Uh, do you have food in your pantry so you don't have to go into some government line and, and you know go to their camp or go into their wherever to get your food? Do you have the, do you have the ability to talk with your friends? See, these are these are things, Dave. We talk about all the time, and, and, and warn Americans that you need to have this. You know, to build your ark, as Noah built an ark, you need to build your ark in your family right now because, you know, we see the signs coming at us, and they're coming like a freight train. And we don't want to sit there and just say, well, I can't do anything about it. You can do something about it. Even if even if there's a nuclear weapon that detonates 100 miles away from you, people think they're going to die. You definitely you might not die. There's a good chance you can survive if you know what to do. We've You know, we watch these programs where we see a guy shot, and he falls down and dies. Well, most people... People shot with pistols don't die. They don't. They, they, they're, they're savable. And so we have this mindset, and a lot of people do, that if it happens, I'd just rather die. Well, that's, that's not a godly thought to begin with. That's not godly at all. And it's not, it, to me, it's, it's, it's a form of mental illness because natural human endeavor says, I want to live. Uh, only people, I mean, it, it's, you know, to say, well, if that happens, I'm going to die. That's almost a form of suicide. Um, which is immoral. So this is this is really what American citizens need to do right now. We see the shelves being stripped bare. We see the car lots with no cars. We see, you know, all these supply chain disruptions and they're saying, "Well, it's going to continue to the late 2022s, maybe 2023." Yeah, we'll flatten the curve in 15 days too. These are never going away if these people are left in charge. That's never going away. The shortages are going to become greater and greater and greater so that your whole existence is getting the basic necessities of life. That's where this is headed. And so what you can do now, you can put money in the bank by buying the stuff now so when it's not available, you will have food in your pantry and stuff to barter with. Or you can be the person who, you know, the chicken, I mean, the, the ostrich who sticks his head in the ground and ignores it all, and then when it comes, you, you know, you're, you're, you're going to end up in some camp somewhere, being whatever, your family broken apart, you know, scattered to the hither, wherever you don't, you'll never know again, where your wife ended up, your children ended up, or you can now make plans, yeah. network with people. Bob, I want to interrupt you home. for just for a second, because I just flashed on something I feel compelled to say, and this is really critical. In 2011, Obama's administration ran something um, called Operation Mountain Guardian in Denver, Colorado. They also repeated it a short time later in Giant Stadium in New York. And what that was, it was taking kids out of the Denver public schools to uh, Sports Authority Field where the Denver Broncos played NFL football at the time. And they hired crisis actors to pretend that they were uh, the moms of these kids and then they would bring the moms in there and then they would register the moms. Listen to what I said, register the moms. And they didn't have to use crisis actors very long. Um, I forget, the, uh, gosh, I can't think of his name now. Aaron, he worked for um, Alex Jones for a while, but his name escapes me. He did the best report I ever saw. He interviewed a crisis actor and she said, we're no longer needed, why? Because the real parents showed up. 
FEMA and DHS went and took these kids out of Denver Elementary Schools in the middle of the day. So when Mama showed up to take Billy to his dentist appointment, what do you mean the government took my kid? What the hell's wrong with you people? And this was, they were furious. And they converged on, on the stadium. And, and this is when the truth was exposed that in an emergency, and Obama actually shut down DIA, Denver International Airport at the time, and Obama and many other people, dignitaries, went underground for three days. And this is all part of the continuity of government drill. But what they taught us in this drill, Bob, and this is why I felt compelled to have to say this, this is another reason to take your kids out of the government schools. They will snatch your kids at a time of their choosing. And I'll tell you, they'll probably snatch them at about, oh, I'd say 11 o'clock Pacific, 2 o'clock Eastern, because the kids will still be in school. And they do these bus evacuation drills that are required in schools now. And they get on these buses. And I had to actually train my young son when he was an elementary school son. The drill is one thing. If they really tell you it's an emergency, you go here and you call me and I'll come and get you. And we actually had to rehearse that. Folks, take your kids out of these damn schools now because they will use your children to bait you into camps. And, Bob, I'm sorry, I just felt compelled to say that based on how we were going with this conversation. It'll all be done under the guise of national security. Yes. This is done to protect the assets of the United States. The the young people, we need them to rebuild the country. (coughs) That's what it'll be, Dave. Right now, just just to give people a heads up, you know, I know Drudge Report is, is our controlled opposition, but here are their headlines. Energy crunch hits global recovery as winter approaches. World faces physical problems dwarfing those from COVID. Um, Trump's website taken over by Muslim hacktivists. Ransomware knocks some Sinclair stations off the air. That's their top headlines. Dave, can you figure it out where this is going? No, I know it's obvious where it's going. Hey, we have one more thing we need to hit before we hit our close, and that's the EAC codes. Um, I know at one time for sure that submarines couldn't fire nukes without presidential approval. But um, I was told under Trump that changed. Trump gave individual autonomy to the submarine commanders, and and in some of these ships they have complete autonomy on when to fire. Um, you disagree with that. So well, that's I, what I, I've been I, told. I I'd like to you to, to come in on the other side of this, Bob. What, what's the other well, side? You know, in the, in the 1990s it was reported that uh, that they had taken away independent launch authority away from our SLBM submarine launch ballistic missile commanders, you know the Ohio class submarines, and that if they needed an EAM emergency action message from the Pentagon given to them by the president with a code, so there was a two-part code. The, the, the commander on the boat would have part of that code, and the EAM would transmit the other part of that code to where they then could launch a, a missile. If that is the case, and I'll say if that is the case, you know, and we do go to war with China, and China decides to use nuclear weapons, um, strategic or tactical nuclear weapons, and then you know the, the submarine commander realizes that the correct response would be to counter that. And the president does not issue those authorities to send that emergency action message, then we would really be in a jam because all those billions and billions of dollars in assets that we have floating underneath the ocean that are the most secure platform for our nuclear weapons would be, you know, okay. it would be an asset we have that wouldn't be any. Bob, in the, interest, in the interest of time, let me just jump in with this question then. Doesn't it make sense that a president like Trump would have reversed that? It, it does, if he could do it. I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm saying if. 
Um, I know that it was reported in the 90s that it was done. It, 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 there, there are pros and cons to both sides of the argument. You know, the, the hunt for October, you could have a madman at the boat. Um, you, could have, you could have something like that happen uh, where there was a conflict about launching a nuclear weapon, and he just independently took the action, even though it takes two keys to do it. Um, you know, you could theoretically come up with an independent launch. Well, Trump's um, justification is what I was told. Was what if DC and the command structure was taken out, and the backup system in Denver was taken now, out? Now, to your credit, uh, Dave, yeah. the the new Chinese missile does that in five minutes. That whole command structure could be taken out. That's, now they do exactly. have other command structures around so, the country, but the president has to give the authority. And I don't believe this hypersonic missile was a surprise. I think that's the media cover. They knew damn good and well in the Pentagon that when the Chinese started developing this. Our intelligence is not that bad. Yeah, imagine how many other super sophisticated weapons they've either stolen from us or developed. My point is, we know. It's just a matter of what we admit to. So, um, the the bottom line of this, Dave, is these are subjects that are global and national subjects that are really beyond our pay grade in a lot of ways. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Listen, I'm not sure of what I'm telling you. I'm not sure of what I'm saying, and I know you're not 100% sure there wasn't a change, but the reason this is important is I fear Biden doing stand down for the submarines why China decimates this country. And Biden is coming for America. He's already shown it. Bob, we're almost Dave out is, of time. And, 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 I want to say this as we were speaking, Drudge just updated. Food shortages next. Supply chain crunch. People hoarding. Uh, P&G to raise prices more on staples. That means your regular groceries. Delays could soon leave wine stores empty. Uh, containers that spent weeks struck on, uh, dumped in neighborhoods. I mean, they, the, the intel is there. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. It, go anywhere. Get your food. Get your water. Get, it, get the ability to communicate. Learn how to defend yourself and protect yourself. I mean, this is, this is what they're feeding the American people right now. Food shortages next. Supply chain crunch. The grocery stores are going to be empty, and they're going to use starvation as a way of compliance. Yeah. Get ready. I hear you. No, listen, I completely hear what you're saying. Um, I wouldn't do justice, though, to this conversation. And by the way, I just want to back up and put a little knot on what uh, Bo on what uh, Bob and I were talking about here. Can submarines overcome Biden's treason really was the central question. And we talked about it off air, and we agreed we'd bring it up on air. And I have to be honest with you, folks. I know what I was told. It makes sense. It doesn't mean it's true. And I know that what Bob is saying about the 90s is absolutely true. It was part of the Clinton, we'll take a first strike. We'll decimate our ability to respond to the Russians. And it was the Russians at that time. So, yes, we've seen Democratic treason all along. It was that administration that gave the silkworm missile to the Chinese. I won't go any further on this, but... Folks, we've been betrayed by the Democrats for a very long time. Now both parties are involved. And uh, we have a guy on the line here who can help you. And, Bob, we have 20 seconds. Tell people how to get a hold of you for prepping supplies that they're going to need. They can go to our website, readymaderesources.com, standard spelling, all one word, readymaderesources.com, or call me, 800-627-3809. I will gladly speak with you about how to make a prep plan for your individual needs, um, and they do vary. Yeah, so 800-627. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
800-627-3809. Yeah, really good information today and, and good debate here at the end. That's, I hope I'm right, but I'm not sure that I am. Anyway, Bob, thanks so much for joining us. Good show. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye.